Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. It is an honor and privilege to share this time with you. We love studying the scriptures and feel they are central to our preaching, teaching, and living of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Our mission here is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ who know him, love him, and serve him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world. It is our prayer that God would use our preaching and teaching to do exactly that. If you have questions, thoughts, ideas, or just want to talk a little bit more about what you've heard today, we love to hear from you. Most of all, know that you are in our prayers as we listen together. Now, let's dive in. Let's pray together. Oh God, we marvel at your goodness. We marvel this morning at the empty tomb. We pray now for your Holy Spirit to move in a powerful and special way to open our hearts and minds to what you say to us today through this ancient story that is still so true and so real even today. Make it real in our hearts as we hear from you. In the name of the risen Christ, we pray. Amen. Now, last Sunday and on Good Friday, just a couple days ago, we spent time at the foot of the cross dealing with our own sin, that which made necessary the death of Jesus for you and for me. We marveled at our own oddly selfish desire to keep God's gift for ourselves and for those of whom we approve, we named, we named our disappointment with Jesus pushing His plan to save the whole world, pushing, pushing, pushing beyond the bounds of propriety. We left wondering, do you remember we left wondering last week if God was as disappointed with us as we were with Jesus? We're back today hearts anxious to know the grace of God, which is saving the whole world, not just us, but the whole world. I love to read, to hear the Easter story from John's gospel. There's something so real here about Mary Magdalene. She's the one who first finds the empty tomb. She is sure things have gone from bad to worse She goes to get Peter and John. They race each other. You heard the story. They race each other back to the tomb. They look in there. They see that it's empty, and they believe. They go back home. Good for them. Good for them. I'm not sure they had any idea what they were seeing or believing. I really don't think they knew what they were seeing or believing. Then there's poor Mary left alone again. Mary, by herself, weeping. She never left Jesus' side She tended to his body, made sure he was comfortably settled in his tomb, and now she has come back just to do what must be done. She sees the same thing that Peter and John see, but the only thing she can believe is that somebody has stolen the body of her Lord. Some angels even show up, but she doesn't care. She is stuck, stuck in that place of profound grief, loss, anxiety, 
and despair. She is hung up in that place between the cross of Good Friday and the empty tomb of Easter. That's why I like her so much. She is right in that place where most of us actually live. On the one hand, the usual struggles of life, the persistent idea that hope could actually be dead, (laughs) the endless stream of disappointment we feel, the the tyranny of the urgent that never stops, that keeps us exhausted and empty. How many times, my goodness, how many times have we had to put some dream, some hope, some prospect, some person who meant the world to us in a cold, dark tomb of some kind or another? How many times? We come back to check. Three days later, four days later, five days later, they're they're still there. Nothing changing, no life stirring, no stone rolling in that place of death. That's on one hand. On the other hand, as people of faith, there is the promise of our faith that God does bring life out of tombs, light out of darkness, hope in the midst of our deepest despair that God still rolls away stones. We see that empty tomb like Mary. We want to believe, but it's too much. It's just too much. We just weep sometimes and wonder, what in the world is going on? What is God doing? What is taking so long? Mary doesn't have time for these angels that she sees in the tomb. She turns on her heels, wiping tears from her face, and she bumps into somebody (laughs) This is a mighty crowded cemetery for early in the morning. She thinks it's the gardener, doesn't she? She says, that's the gardener. He's there doing his morning rounds. He says, woman, why are you weeping? Why are you weeping? Weeping in the Greek, lamenting uncontainable grief. That's what she's doing, lamenting uncontainable grief. Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. Mary grieved. Now... Mary stands grieving for all the broken hearts who live between Good Friday and Easter. Good Friday and Easter. Mary tells the gardener, Sir, sir, if you have moved him, just tell me where you have put him and I'll go get him. Jesus, the gardener, the one who was dead and in the tomb, is now very much alive. Jesus, who is God in human flesh, come to love the whole world back to life. Jesus calls her by name, Mary, Mary. All of a sudden, our sister can see and believe God really does bring life out of death, light out of darkness, hope in the midst of our deepest despair. God really does roll away those stones that otherwise would keep us all trapped between Good Friday and Easter forever. Now, We who follow Jesus, you and I, we do most of our living between Good Friday and Easter, don't we? But we are not trapped there. We forget that we choose to be there because our witness to the love of God is most needed there. The whole world struggles. You can see it now clearer than ever. The whole place is aching for the very thing that God gives as a free gift of grace in Jesus. That gift is not just getting your ticket punched to go to heaven. No, no. It is a way of life, a way of life that chooses to linger near the tombs we find all around us. 
holding the hands of our fellow broken-hearted travelers on life's journey, sharing tears and pain and struggle together until they and we can hear again the voice of Jesus call our names too. It is a life of open-handed forgiveness and courageous love that seeks the best for all people in the name and power of Jesus, no matter what. When we find this risen Jesus, we find real hope and joy forged in the crucible of life. Do you remember, do you remember when Jesus called your name, when you first saw and believed? Do you remember what it is that Easter teaches us, that the hope of God is alive and well, growing stronger every single day, changing the shape of history for the good. That hope is tended by a gardener named Jesus and all of you who are also being raised from the dead. Is God as disappointed in us as we used to be in Jesus? Oh, no, no, no. God raised the dead to prove that he will believe the best about all of us until it becomes true, not because it is already true, even if it takes a very long time. If that's not hope, I don't know what is. Here is our challenge this Easter. Did you know 77% of the people in Rutherford County are not part of any community of faith. Turn to your neighbor and say three out of four. Can you say three out of four? Do that, three out of four. Three out of four of our sisters and brothers in Rutherford County are not part of any community of faith. They may identify as Christian or spiritual, but they have no faith family. They struggle just like we do, but we wonder, do they know the power of Jesus to forgive and reconcile? Do they know the love of God that sustains and challenges us to be the people we have been created to be? Do they know that we love them and that they have a place here too? Do they know that? Do they know they're not alone? Do they know that God is okay with all our doubt and questions and struggles? Do they know that we're not up in here worrying about pie in the sky when you die and judging people, but that we are instead trying to be about God's work now, building the new creation where all people have what they need to flourish. Do they know? Do they know? Do you know? Do you know? You are the ones, you are the ones who stand with these 77% between the cross of Good Friday and the empty tomb of Easter. I charge you today in the name of the risen Christ, Take these dear people into your hearts and help them meet Jesus who died for our sins, Jesus who lives to put the whole world back right one heart at a time. Easter has come. The tomb is empty. Jesus has called your name. God is believing the best about you until it becomes true. It's time to go and tell the others, I have seen the Lord. Hope is alive. Let us share it together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, may the people of God say, Amen. Amen. 